Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey, everybody, welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. My hello there, fans. Maybe haters. Maybe you just listen to this because you hate yourself and Maybe you're just... punishing yourself for your sins. Maybe you just hate me. It's fine. Maybe you hate Josh. Yeah. You have more to say than I do. I usually just am like, it's really cool. Yeah. Like, uh, the car people, explodes. I like people like you better anyway. Why? You're like more down to earth and calm and you like... I'm not mod. Yeah. I'm much more of Donnie and they see themselves in Donnie. I don't want to be the mod! And on today's episode, we talk about the top five horror comedies. I like mod. I don't dislike mod. You just, like, want to have more more than one personality than Stern? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen. I just... I'm sorry, you're not the dude. I know. And you're not Walter. But... And you're not... You're not Walter. What if I was... I probably wouldn't hang out with you that much. I mean, fair. Fair enough. But that means that by by your definition, we don't have a dude yet. We don't. We're we're a group without a dude. Yeah, we don't, yeah. We don't have a dude. Because here's the thing, Josh. I think that if we had a dude, you would not hang out with them very much. Maybe. I mean, Do you want to be bunny? <laughs> no, I'd rather be mod, thank you. I'd rather be mod, thank you. Listen, can I, okay. Mod is the closest person to having her life together. Okay, can I be Sam Elliott? You're not a mystery, though. Oh, I know, but, like, Sam Elliott's great. I feel like... Can I be a nihilist? Yeah. Okay. I'm mod. It's fine. It, the fact that I don't want to be mod is a mod. It's fine. <laughs> If you don't have any idea what we're talking about, friends... Wait and see. G- g- give it a week. Hey, everyone. So here we are to talk about this list that we definitely put a lot of thought and effort into. This... That we definitely were both on the same page with the entire time. That we both, like, spent hours upon hours of, like, cultivating all of the things for us to choose from. That we just spent time and time and time again just... Listeners, this is episode four of a four-episode day, and we just threw this crap together. I feel great. I feel great, too, I'm just saying. I feel great, too, Kylie! This this one might be a little chippy. No, this one's gonna be fine. Everything about this was planned. What if I have two films from the same series on here? Are you okay with that? Yeah, you can just have the same (laughs) film twice and call it something different. I'd have no idea. I'd be like, great, yeah. Oh, that sounds hilarious. Oh, interesting. This one sounds the same as the other one, but I bet it's different. Literally, one of these movies on my list is on here because I want to tell a story about when I saw it. That's it. A little shop of horrors that I was afraid. So I don't know if that's on the list. Spoilers. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Can I ask you a question? When I say no, you get really sad. You guilt me into letting you speak, so sure. What is a horror comedy? What makes a horror comedy? The jokey jokes. The jokey jokes? Yeah. It's got jokey jokes in it? Yeah. What makes the good horror comedy, then? Oh, not too many jokey jokes. (laughs) Uh, Simple definition here. (laughs) 
<laughs> I gave you a simple definition. Okay, I mean, fair. No, no, I'm saying that, that's what I'm saying. It's a simple definition. I don't know. Like, when you're playing with the horror, like, when horror comedies are playing on the genre and, like, the elements of the genre that are ridiculous that you can poke fun at and that you're more or less making fun of the genre itself and not making fun of just, like, I don't know, not the genre. Things like Scary Movie just make fun of, like, random stuff. And at times right, they yeah. do poke at the horror at the horror genre, but more or less they're making jokes about society, and so it's just a comedy. It's not a... Yes. Um, the one that keeps getting... Not keeps. The one that got brought up a lot in doing the minimal research that I did. And my research was, what movies do you own, Josh? Um, was Scream. And, like, I don't know if I... Consider Scream a horror comedy. The horror satire. It's a horror satire, and like... But people confuse the word comedy and satire together. Yes, and I think that's a true story, and... But what's so interesting about the horror genre in itself is that horror can be a sad... It can just be a satirical genre, like sci-fi and other genre films. Like, which I... Yeah. Which, like, then if we just do, like, look at satire as as a comedy, like, because I do think that satire is a subgenre of comedy, I don't think that you would just put a satirizing film inside of your comedy collection. I think that there's a... I think that our word of comedy is very brain-specific. I agree with that. Um, I think that... Because satirizing is there to make a point. Yes. And I don't always think that comedies are there to make a point other well, than like... Ew. And that is the definition between satire and comedy. Like, that's the distinction. <laughs> satire has something to say, mm-hmm. whereas comedy... And comedies can say something. But, like, I think that satire has a very specific, like, goal. Like, to make you think and ponder upon something greater than a comedy necessarily would. I think that a good example of that little bit of difference in in some of that is, and I agree with what you just said, is Scream versus What We Do in the Shadows. We've talked about both those movies. We've talked about those. Or maybe even Scream and... Scream versus What We Do in the Shadows... And I want to somehow throw Cabin in the Woods in here because that feels different also, but it, maybe it's just a different... But that's satire as well, so it's... Yeah. Scream versus What We Do in the Shadows because Scream is commenting on not only our society because it's a horror movie, but the genre itself and what the genre had become. Whereas What We Do in the Shadows, I don't think has anything to really say about how our culture interacts with vampires so much. It's just telling jokes through this medium, and it's great, and I'm not saying that it's bad because of that. I'm just saying that that's the distinction. Mm-hmm. All right, Kylie. Um, like, Popstar tells us, like, it's a little ridiculous how much you love these superstars, but then it's also like, I'm so humble. All right, so Popstar. Let's just talk about Popstar for an hour. Here we go. All right, so... That should have been our episode. I don't know why we did what we do in the shadows. Opens on a shot of Style Boys, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember how that film opens. I can't continue with this it's bit. It's Like, that would have actually been an interesting thing for us to uh, compare the two rather than this list that we spent a lot of time on because, like, they're both mockumentary style. They're both comedies. What if we just stopped right here and just did pop star based on our memories but not change any of the intro to, or the title or just like this is what it is 
No, let's not do that. Let's give Popstar its due on another time. All right, my number five. <laughs> do we didn't do an inquiry. Oh, okay, Josh, like, I don't know. What do you like about things? <laughs> How was your day? How's there an inquiry at a half more night? How was your day? It's been pretty good. So all we've done is this. Um, uh, it's my first Saturday off for the summer, so I'm, like, really excited to, like, work on this all day <laughs> but like this is a project that i'm passionate about and like i unlike enjoy doing work. this i like work <laughs> don't get me wrong this is a project that like i can do on my i get i have so much control over it like we do it together as a thing like I, it's to do with my hobby which is film so yeah absolutely this has been a good day it's been a good recording day i'm excited to cook dinner afterwards and make some teriyaki chicken how was your day oh you know <laughs> Great. Friends, if you want to answer the inquiry of the half-squared Fortnite, which was, how's your day? You can do so at friendofafriendpodcast.squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Leave us a five-star review or any star review. You can also hit that subscribe button. That helps us get more listeners. And you can find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast. And now on with the show. Josh, my number five is a film called Final The Final Girls, Final Girls, Final Girls, The Final Girls, Final Wait, Girls. Wait, should I be the one that goes last? Yeah. Okay. What's your number one? I mean, your list is better than oh, okay, mine. Okay, great. It's not, but it's... It is, though! Although, okay, here's what I found out. <laughs> here's what I... Here's, like, I had a moment of, like, pride because I showed Kylie my list, and then she was like, oh, that's a good list, Josh. I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kylie. Oh, I feel good. Uh, was there any of them on mine that you would have put on yours? Yeah. Okay, great. Most of them. <laughs> I got the scrounge. Um, okay, so the final girls, the final girls is cool, you know? Yeah? <laughs> I've not seen the final girls, Kylie. I don't have a lot of conversation to add here. Okay, let me see if I can... I wanted to watch it that year. I just haven't got around to it. Here's what happens. This is kind of a weird film. But what it is, is it's, uh... Vera Farmiga's little sister, whose first name I don't know how to pronounce, the nun, the nun herself, not the evil nun, but she is in the nun. Um, <clears throat> Mom is a former, like, 80s horror movie actress, and she was in one film, uh, essentially, and then her mom, where are you looking at? I also don't know how to pronounce this name. <laughs> T-A-I-S-S-A. Tysa. Yep. Tysaia. Anyways, uh, so her mom is a, is, is a former horror movie actress, and her mom dies, and so, like, what this girl does is, like, she's hanging out with her friends, and they decide to watch her mom's old movie, her mom's old horror movie. Right. And what happens is they get transported into the film! Yeah! And then we have a Jamie Kennedy guy who is Thomas Middleditch, which is where I know <laughs> Thomas Middleditch from. Not from Captain Underpants? No, 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 no. I'm always like, Thomas Middleditch, the guy from Final Girls. Jamie Kennedy from Final Girls. He's in one of the phone commercials, right? He's, uh... Yeah! He is! Okay, great. He's also in Godzilla Kings of Monsters. And something else. I'm Anyways, excited. Thomas Middleditch. I'm excited. Uh, is the Jamie Kennedy, and then I, this the the film itself, while it's a comedy, while it's like they're in the middle of the horror film, making fun of the horror film, and having a great time, and la da 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 da, which is pretty funny. I really liked it. I found it quite charming. I, it's like uh, yeah, the center relationship is her and her mom's character. Her mom is not her mom. Her mom is the character, and okay. so like she's just like 
trying to build this relationship with this girl and like you're just like this sounds really good i, I just I, I liked it okay everyone i just i okay Anne's crying on the couch because of how much she loves my impassioned speech Anne's crying no she was laughing I oh think. okay and so just like 10 out of 10 final girls Wow, we're so, starting at ten out of ten. Every, I mean, like, listen, everyone, listen, listen, y'all, y'all, eighties fans out there, y'all, Stranger Kids, and y'all, it people need to go and watch Final Girls because if you are all like the eighties, this is this is one of the films. I speak of fun of the eighties. Nice. I wanted to see <laughs> this movie when it came out. Is it? Do you know if it's streaming anywhere? No, I don't know. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm very helpful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could also just ask Google. Google's not good at finding them. Things are streaming, though. I I figured this out. Yeah. This is making fun of, like... This is making fun of, like, the low-budget slasher films. It's a good time. Everyone had a great time. Everyone's happy. All right. My <sighs> number... I just want you to be happy, too. I am happy. Okay. Are, are, are you happy? <laughs> uh, that, I mean, I don't know if that laughter means happy or not. <laughs> Having a great time. If you're happy and you know what awkward laugh... <laughs> Okay, great. Oh, oh, perfect. All right, number four is Pride wait, Prejudice. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do I not get to go? Do I? You're just gonna go through and then leave and then like come back? Yeah. Great. I'm all not right. gonna comment on any of yours because yours are all great. You did a great job comprising this list. That See, I told you to put one on here. You did. Yeah, because I was just shocked that it wasn't on there. I was like, what well, the because heck? because it's a musical. It's like, also a horror comedy. Yeah, it is. Get a boy who can, uh, get a man who can do both. Yeah, great. Yeah, we'll get there. Get a it's, musical. Whoa, it's whoa, not whoa. five. Whoa. <laughs> when I remembered it, I, I, I found the proper position for it. <laughs> Probably. You should move it back down to five because I've already spoiled it. All right, fine. It's five. Uh, <laughs> it's Little Shop of Horrors. Here, I'll go with that. It. It's five because it's maybe not a horror. It's maybe comedy. not a horror movie. Um, it has horror <laughs> elements, and it's based on an old Roger Corman horror movie. Isn't that? It's also it's making it like it pokes fun at like the the monster thing. Yes, it does. Over the world, it does. Like, it it like I said, it has those old like. 50s B-movie horror elements, which is what it's... Which is the themes and motif that it's playing in, and it's what that... If there is... There's an evil person in it who's a monster. Yeah, it is Steve Martin, yeah. who plays a dentist. Yeah, you know yeah. this plant. I mm -hmm. get that it is a puppet, and it's terrifying. However... I just want everyone to be aware that Steve Martin is a monster. He is. He is an abusive, abusive monster. He loves causing pain to people. Yeah, except for for Bill Murray, who enjoys the pain. Yeah. Yeah. So Little Shop of Horrors is about uh, Seymour and Audrey, and they work in a plant store. And Seymour gets a plant from space. And this plant from space tries to take over the world via Seymour. Uh, does it not succeed? Depends on the version that you watch. Uh, the one we saw in theaters showed the uh, the uh, unoriginal ending, the non-theatrical ending, the one that is in the play. Um, oh, the Frank Oz ending. The Frank Oz ending. And the Frank Oz version, uh, the original one, was uh, did not have that ending to it. Black Phillip... <laughs> as a plush. It's kind of cute. Do I? Do I need Black Phillip now? 
You just keep that in mind for for them their holiday and birthday times. It's only seventeen dollars. Oh man, where does Black Philip go in the nook? Next, uh, next to Pikachu, the detective's got to keep an eye on him. I want you all to know I have a detective Pikachu now. It was it, an investment that I've made. It was strange. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it strange? You just don't seem like a like a detective Pikachu owner. Like I do, but like. Yeah, but the detective's adorable. <laughs> he has he has a hat. Yeah, I think that's how they sold Ryan Reynolds on him. Like he'll have a hat, right? And Reynolds is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hat? What about a magnifying glass? <laughs> and they're like, okay. Twisty twist. Yeah, yeah, so great. Twisty. Yeah, that shot where he holds up the magnifying glass is like my favorite thing in the world. So twisty. Um. Also, I've still haven't seen very much of it. Like eight episodes in, but I'm enjoying the Pokemon Indigo I've... League series that I'm How... watching. Did you Did you get to the the second gym? No. Oh, okay. I think we're still just bumming around in the woods with Brock. Well, okay, well, the second gym. I don't know. There was there was an episode full of weird, weird critters that I didn't enjoy. What? Clefairy? Yeah, the Clefairy. Clefairy, 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 Clefairy. Maybe it was their owner that was the most... Seymour? Oh, his name's Seymour, too. Clefairy, Clefairy, Clefairy. It's more terrifying Little Shop of Horrors. Clefairy, Clefairy. Did we do a Little Shop episode? In Pokemon? No. Did we as a podcast do a Little Shop of Horrors episode? No. We saw it together, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was in the theaters. I thought we did. Anyway. Did Pokemon do a little job of horror? <laughs> no, that wasn't my question. My question was, did we do one? Should I tweet that out? <laughs> did Pokemon do a little job episode? I'm sure. They've done that. They've probably done everything, right? <laughs> and there's just a little Pokemon called Audrey 2. Audrey 2, Audrey 2, Audrey 2. Yeah, the, no, the first one's called Audrey, and there's Audrey 2, and then there's Audrey 3. Did Pokemon do a little... Okay, continue. Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop is great. It's full of fun music. It's like all 50s doo-wop. It is got Seymour, and Seymour is a wonderful, like, kind of everyman character who is just trying to make his way through the world, and then Evil Plant comes. Great puppet, Evil Plant. Good job, Frank Oz, on directing. Good job on the movie. Uh, I, I love this movie That's, a lot. It's fun. I don't... I, I'm struggling to talk about it because, it, like, as a horror comedy, I'm like, eh, I don't it's know. It's terrifying. There's puppets. Yeah, but there, There's... she's she's got a cute puppet. She's like, rah, I'm gonna eat you. Rah. Carly, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're finding her as adorable as I as I do. No. Yeah. She's just a she's just a mean green mother from outer space, and she's mad. Mean Green Mad. She's just a mean green mother from outer space, so lock your doors and get out of my space. I'm mean and green, and I am bad. I, 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 I'm little Shop, it's great. Go watch it. I'll talk about it more in other episodes, probably. It's one of my favorite musicals. I gave it four out of five. Yeah, it was good, good times. It was terrifying. I don't know what good you were having. When Steve Martin died, I finally felt safe in this world. Uh, yeah. The worst. Don't be a dentist. You have a passion for causing things pain. Ah, son, be a dentist. Oh, that's a good lady to rock that movie. Alright, um, my next one. 
don't know. Next one's Tucker and Dale Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it shows that the true villains are teenagers and. (laughs) Agreed. And not the people. (laughs) It's just like. I think that the best part about this film is that Tucker and Dale are literally just like. These kids are like falling into these horrible traps that. They did not set up in any way or fashion, or they're just running and they trip and then they like hurt themselves on their mo- their own weapon, and then it just looks like, oh no, Tucker and Dale are monsters. Most of the injuries <laughs> and deaths of this film are accidents. Yeah, yeah. And then like it turns out that one of the boys is like the actual villain, and like then he actually starts to try and kill people so that Tucker and Dale get framed so that they're the villains. And that's okay. So for me, like, uh, similar to what we do in The Shadows, yeah. which I really like Tucker Nail versus Evil. Mm-hmm. Again, halfway through, they're like, oh, shoot. Plot. Plot. I know. And that's where the film loses me. Yeah, but, like, think about, like, think about Alan Tudyk and... He's so good. The other Tyler LeBain. Yeah, their relationship. They're amazing. It's what's worthwhile. Yeah, it is. Is Escape Room a comedy? <laughs> no. Maybe? Can I count it? I like Escape Room. <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah. That's like the weirdest statement to come out. Yeah. Plot twist. Um, so twisty twist. Doesn't somebody twist and... Er, twist. Doesn't somebody trip and end up in a wood chipper? Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's very like what we do in the shadows. Like, this isn't trying to say anything. It's just like fun and like... Uh, I oh, like this is like my set. Oh, Alan Tudyk. There's room for fun. Yeah. Like don't belittle because like the yeah. Alan Tudyk is amazing in it. Yeah. Alan Tudyk deserved an Oscar for this role. Um, I know, I know what you're thinking, Josh. It would have been like, oh, we messed up the first time and didn't give you Steve, Steve the, the pirate. pirate. Thank you. But like now here we are. We're gonna give you Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Top five Alan Tudyk performances. Steve. Steve the Pirate. Okay. Tucker. Uh-huh. K2SO. Okay. A moment in Thor Ragnarok. Great. Do you have it? Do you have any more? Trying not to go like chicken. Chicken? Isn't he, isn't he Oh, because hey, hey? he's hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to come up with a chicken right now, John. <laughs> I'm really trying to hard to get. I got, one. I got, I got, I got one. This He's one. in Suburbicon, which oh, was uh-huh. an old show starring the girl who is the star of Evil Dead 2013, as well as Don't Breathe. Okay. I don't know her name. No, neither do I. But he's in it. He plays a neighbor. He plays. It's suburgatory. Yeah. That's a television show. Is that though. not what I said? You said suburbicon? Okay, I'm so sorry, Josh! A suburbicon is a Big Potato movie. Oh, okay, you're right. Did you even see it? Suburban what? Big Potatoes, the movie. Suburbicon. That's really what that one was called? I thought that was called Suburbatory. <laughs> suburgatory is the television show. <laughs> no, I'm It's sh- like Suburgatory. Yeah, we saw it together, Josh. Did we? Yeah. Oh. I remember just being like, what is this film about? And you couldn't tell me. Yeah. And Oscar Isaac couldn't tell me. It's half of a... Half of a Coen Brothers script and half of, I don't know, George Clooney went off the reservation. Julianne Moore was in it. She was pretty good in it. Yeah. Julianne Moore is just a good actor. The performances are not bad. The no. The story is weird. And it also sidelines racism? That's strange. Yeah. Noah Jupe is good. Noah Jupe. Also, I don't think you hate the big potato. 
I don't think much of him in that film. His character is weird. Also, the Alan Tudyk performances that I would include that you haven't <laughs> mentioned yet are uh, King Candy uh, from Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, and, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, King Candy is like... He's the leader of the sweet racing world. He's the king. See, we didn't do that thing where we, uh-huh. when a sequel comes out, we do the first one and the other one as a pairing episode. Oh, so you haven't seen... I haven't seen it since the one time I watched it. Oh, okay. Well, he's great as King Candy. Um, Wash in Serenity. I like Wash in Serenity. He's good. Okay, that's it's the, the thing. the ship's pilot. Also in Firefly. Oh, sorry. He's not. In, it's he's in Deadpool two. He's not in Thor Ragnarok. Sorry. I couldn't. I didn't remember him in Thor Rags, but I was just gonna trust you. No, it, it's. I was like, someone comes down from space and kills people. That's not what happens. It's when Cable comes down from the future and kills oh. him and Matt Damon. From iRobot. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't like iRobot. I don't... You can like iRobot. Like, that's fine. I, I just, like... I, like, don't love it, but, like, I kind of like it. I... The... The, uh... The, the, the name is the robot's name is not iconic enough to just be, like, sunny, and we're like, oh! Bruce Greenwood's in it. Bruce Greenwood's also a character, like, an Oh, actor. Bruce Greenwood could definitely have been on that list. That I, was that was a week ago at this point. Yeah. I don't... See, like, I... I was really just like I kept googling like middle-aged actors who are forgotten, and and Google was not understanding what my question was. Well, Google doesn't always understand. Bruce Greenwood just must play only presidents. See, I feel like I can't make a movie because then like I would just take a bunch of people and put them into their stereotypical role rules and then all of the reviews would be like how oh, so trite because <laughs> I'd try to turn it on my head on its head but I would not be able to yeah that's my final thoughts all right my number four oh we're only at four all right you're only at four I'm at three do you oh, want me to do my you. number three no I feel like my, we go back and forth my number three is, is no, behind sh- the mask. stop it <laughs> you've done this both times I don't understand what you're doing right now. Uh, my number four is a movie called Bubba Hotep. Uh, Bubba Hotep is an independent film. It's a tiny little B film called uh, with uh, Bruce Campbell and Ozzie Davis. And I only saw and owned Bubba Hotep on a whim. Uh, <laughs> you uh, you continue to live because I have not decided to destroy you yet. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's like if I bought you the Phantom Menace and I promptly just put he- put it here and you would just stare at it and be like you exist because I have allowed it this far. <laughs> yes. However, if you did that, I would then feel obliged to get the other two. To get the other two. And you would get them on your own. Maybe. So it would what I should on... do is I should really just get the Could clone atta- attack of the clone. No! That would be the worst option! Oh no, Kylie, please don't. Oh gosh. Where no, would... because my whole goal is I don't, I'm just gonna not tell my children that they exist. And then one they day. They can find them out on their own. One day your children will see standing right there and they'll be like, Father, 
What is this film? I'm like, you were trying to Aunt Kylie again, weren't you? And they'll take it out of the family section and be like, Star Wars Episode One, Father, what is this from? You can watch it when you're older. (laughs) When you're 18 and out of my house. (laughs) My house, my rules. I'm just gonna wait. I never loved you, Daddy! I'm just gonna wait till they're at their most, like, grumpy and cynical teenage selves. And then be like, here, watch the prequels. <laughs> so they can be sadder and grumpier? They may, they may hate Star Wars, but they won't like the prequels. Daddy, I don't understand. I don't understand when what Luke is saying when they when he says the most the Jedi Council let the most dangerous man in the world become Darth Vader. What does he mean by that, Daddy? It's a pretty pretty self-explanatory sentence Daddy, there, child. I don't understand. What was the Jedi Council like? What do you think the Jedi Council was like Daddy, based on that sentence? No, I want you to answer the question. Well, for I me. will answer it for you, but Daddy, I want you to think about it first. And Kylie made a Mace Windu joke. I don't understand. Uh, it's her own made-up Star Wars What's character. What's a Mace Windu? It's her own made-up Star Wars character. I like that you think that you can hide these from your children when there's this thing called the internet. Unless you're gonna dog-tooth your kids. I mean, I'm not gonna dog-tooth my children, and they will probably find out at some point, but like... You lied to us, Daddy. They will be... But like, they'll be old enough for me to be like, I hate those movies. Daddy? Daddy, will you watch them with us? Yes, because I love you, but it's then we're going to... What if you don't love your kid? I will love my children. Like You hope so. No, I Could know Could be a I real will... Kevin situation. We need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> um, I'm just going to call your child Kevin. No, but like... Why does that call I'm going to be me? the jerk parent that's like, listen, I know that you like Jar Jar Binks, but that's a racial stereotype, and we shouldn't like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> He's making fun of an entire race of people. I never... Don't worry, Josh. I want you to know something. Yeah. Never liked the first one. So Jar Jar Binks, never even on my radar. Fair enough. I didn't like the first one also because of A Rat Tale by Ewan McGregor. Oh, that's a good rat tale. <laughs> I mean, listen. In the era of rat tales. <laughs> Phantom Menace is better than Attack of the Clones. Exactly. There is a belief then Attack of the Clones is the best of the prequels, and I just don't understand. Will you will you accept people into your home that think that it is the second? Yeah, fine. You can, <laughs> it just can't be first. I can accept you for what you're, no matter what your opinion is. I'm fine with you as a human. <laughs> like you, you, your opinion of the Star Wars prequels does not ju- like. One of my uh, favorite interns that we've ever had to work with, she loved the prequels, and we debated them endlessly. So my number four is Bubba Hotep. Uh, Bubba Hotep is the story of Bruce Campbell and Ozzie Davis, uh, not the actors, but the, they play characters, who are in a retirement home. And in this retirement home, they each believe that they are a previous, um, previous generation's famous person. So Bruce Campbell believes that he he is an Elvis impersonator, so he thinks he's Elvis, and Ozzie Davis believes he is John F. Kennedy. He is African-American John F. Kennedy. That is what he believes and that is what he knows. And a mummy comes to the retirement community whose name is Bubba Hotep, and the mummy tries to, you know, kill everyone. 
And this is the premise and plot of Bubba Hotep, which is a silly, ridiculous movie that honestly I probably haven't seen since 2002 and can probably tell you no more information about it than just that, other than I enjoyed it, I laughed, and had a good time. The reason why it's on my list is because I saw this movie when I was visiting my sister in Portland one time, and it was one of the first times that she lived down there, and we were like, hey, let's go to this screening at this theater. And we're like, this looks like a fun movie. I like Bruce Campbell. You like Bruce Campbell. We didn't happen to realize that we got tickets to its world premiere screening. And that Bruce Campbell and Ozzie Davis were both there signing things. And if you bought a copy of the movie, you could talk to Bruce Campbell and Ozzie Davis. So we did such a thing. And it was fun to meet and greet and talk to them. And Bruce Campbell was like, hey, have you bought my book yet? And I was like, no, but I want to. He's like, go buy my book. So I went and bought his book. I'm like, this is a thing. Uh, Wow, Josh, you just gave in commercialism so easily. Yeah, so Bruce Campbell's a really nice guy. Like, uh, yeah, I'm alright with it. He is. Ozzie Davis. He told me he liked my crow shirt. There you go. When did you meet Bruce Campbell? When he hosted the best trivia night ever and was better than BJ in every sense of the imagination. I mean, listen, when you're comparing BJ to Bruce Campbell, I think even BJ might say that Bruce Campbell is better. It's hard to compare a Big Big Mac to, like, solid gold. Where was Bruce Campbell hosting the best trivia night ever? Bothell, Washington. There you go. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, so, anyway. It's part of his, like, book tour, but he held a trivia night, which was like, yeah, the correct thing. And that's fair. It's Bruce Campbell. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a bunch of nerd stuff. And he yeah. didn't make fun of me for being a nerd, which, like, I don't know. Everyone else makes fun of me. But mostly just children, which I don't understand, because they're like, Haha, you have a Captain America backpack, and I'm like, yeah, have you seen all those movies? You're part of the problem, too. <laughs> do you just like, have you seen all those movies? Nerd. They do ask me if I watch Game of Thrones, and I say, no, I'm not a nerd. <laughs> which is the real kicker, because it's not nerdy to like Game of Thrones now. Yeah, well, <sighs> children, they you just know don't know how ends. to be. No, I don't. I'm gonna watch it. Are you? Yes, we're literally a season in. No, I don't want to know spoilers. I don't I've been think avoiding you're gonna them. Get there. I I am. I don't know if Anne is, but I will get there. I don't know, Josh. We got a lot of things to watch, and you'll just forget. I won't. I own the movies, or I own through season five at this point. Why? They were on sale. We were gonna watch them, and then Anne wanted to watch Marvel movies. Do you like the? Do you like it so far? I've enjoyed the second half of the first season a lot. Mm-hmm. It took a while to kind of get it going, but once it did, I I really got into it. I think I'm enjoying it more than Anne is currently. How Sean mean? Um, dead. What? Spoilers. That's not What's a spoiler, that, Josh. That's not a spoiler. I didn't. What? It's Sean Bean. Uh-huh. He dies in everything. I've only seen, like, two things he's in, and he only died in one of them. It's 50% rate. Yeah, he lives 50% of the time. Your turn. <laughs> he dies half the time. Your turn. <laughs> sure I can find lots of things he lives through. I'm so sorry if I have spoiled that for anybody. Wow. I thought that was common knowledge of what happens in the first season. No, because, like, there's a, he's a big image of, like, him just sitting on the throne. That's, like, what I, the image I get. I'm sorry. No, I knew, Josh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I felt really bad. I didn't I mean to spoil acting. that for you. Okay, you're good at it. Does he die in the first episode? No. Second? No. Last episode of the first season? Yes. Yes. 
Why? How does he die? It's the arc of the book. Um, maybe it's the second to last episode of the first season. I can't remember if it's the last... I can't remember if it's the last scene of the second to last episode or the first scene of the last episode. Uh, beheading. But why? Um, political nonsense, basically... Wasn't he the king? No. So he's the king's right-hand man. He's the king's whatever it's called. Um... Homie. And then that king loses his throne, and Why? then, mm, I mean... You're right, I don't actually care about any of this, so we can just stop. <laughs> My number three is Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Okay. Who's Leslie Vernon? Well, you know. I don't, that's why I asked. Well, so in this film, it's a mockumentary. Great. It's a mockumentary. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with mockumentaries. It's a mockumentary. This is my only mockumentary. Good. It's a mockumentary. I mean, I don't have any on mine. It's a mockumentary in which Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Mike Myers are all real people. And they exist in this world. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> I don't even know what's happening and, and I'm this, on board. And this guy, he wants to be a serial killer. Oh, no. he looks up to no. them. No, no, but the, the film is, like, showing why it's stupid. Okay, good. Like, this is a stupid thing for you to want to look up to. <laughs> good, yes, okay. Like, it's making fun of that. It's making fun of, like, the teenager, like, I want to be dark. I want to be a vampire. Nice. I want to be a freaking sign. I want to be a werewolf. Nice. Um, have I ever told the story of, like, Anne knows the story. Anne, hey, Anne! And She's got headphones in. Yell louder for me. Hey, Anne. Yeah. Do you remember that kid from summer school who used to... That's not even like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he bald, too? Yeah. Thought right. he was a lichen, is it from Underworld? <laughs> yeah. Well, lichens are like a... Not just an Underworld name, but anyway. Because, oh, okay. like, the whole disease is like Lacarum Snitchney or something like that. But yeah, yeah he, he told me he was a lichen. And, like, Anne and I were together when it happened. And we were just laughing our faces off. <laughs> what if he's listening? He's not. He won't remember me. Anyways. Do you think lichens have podcast technology? Yeah. So okay. anyway, so anyways, that was like, that's what happened. <laughs> that was that was a weird summer. <laughs> in the summer of two thousand nine. <laughs> So that was what happens in this movie. Well, for, yeah, essentially. Yeah, and so, like, it's about, like, this guy who, like, he wants to be, like, a horror icon. Um, and then, like, we all learn why it's a bad idea to do this. Uh, yes. Um, I, it's just, I, I think it's funny. I think that it's ridiculous. Like, uh, good times. It's, like, unseen. By any, like, no one has seen this. Yeah, no, like, I've not. I think, do you have BJ's number? No, I, I have him on Facebook. Oh, no. It, this would only be a texting question. He, it's, te Facebook Messenger is like texting. <laughs> I wonder if he's seen it. He's my only hope in this world. Hey, BJ. Party people. And hey, party people. <laughs> hey, party people. Kylie is wondering. No. <laughs> Who's wondering? We. Wondering 
if you've seen or <laughs> heard of Behind the Mask. The movie Behind the man. Mask. The Rise of Leslie Vernon. The Mask colon The Rise of Leslie Spell Leslie <laughs> Vernon. And say this is Kylie Kylie feels like you are her only hope. She feels like you are her only hope. Okay, listeners, if they get back to us, we'll let you know what they say. I hope so. I have it up on my I have it up on my computer. There we go. We're waiting. All right. I'll, 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 we'll see if they ever see it. Okay, great. It might be later tonight. Who knows? Hey, party people. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. Yeah, no problem. My number three is a film that comes out this year, straight into the top five, 2019. Your favorite film for like <laughs> 18 weeks. Happy Death Day to you, friends. Oh, I'm so excited. It's here. We've done it. It's probably the reason I was excited to do this list, so I can actually talk about this movie. Yeah, no, Kylie's right. This was my number one film for a good chunk of this year so far, everybody. We're not going to lie about how much I enjoyed Happy Death Day to you. You've liked lots of horror movies this year. Yeah, us. Mm-hmm. Happy Death Day to you. Mm-hmm. Escape Room. Escape Room. Yeah. It's a two and a half-er. It's good. Yeah, what's your number one? Well, I mean, fair. There was one other one that was also there for a while, wasn't there? No. Oh, yeah. Avengers Endgame was not there very long. That's true. Uh, the kid who would be king. Who was there briefly. Yeah. He, uh... He's, he's closer to falling out of the top ten at this point. He felt because of Happy Death Day to you. He did. Yeah. And then Booksmart had a couple of the days there. Uh-huh. And, and now Rocketman. Yeah, I don't think Rocketman's falling. Ever. I didn't think... How are you doing over there, Kylie? Have you stopped your number two yet? Number... I, was, I have barely even talked about number three. <laughs> Bubba Hotep? No. Happy Death Day to you. <laughs> we got a long tangent. Like I said, this one's gonna be chippy. Huh. <laughs> no, don't spill your drink. What is that? It's a sound. What? Why are you making that sound? Order! 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 Alright. I'm the one that's keeping us off track here today. Happy Death Day to You is the sequel to the film Happy Death Day. And Happy Death Day 1, I was like, man, I really like this film if it's a comedy. Like, if I'm not supposed to also be laughing at this with this film, then I don't like this film. Seen by Megan. Oh. Oh. Yeah. What's happening? We've seen that. Love that movie. Gotta do a lot of cardio. There you go. Kylie, they got you. Thank you. I have a reason to go on another day. Is that too dark? (laughs) Nope. Go for it. Go for it. You you hit send on that sucker. (laughs) So, Happy Death Day to You is a film that takes that question of is this a comedy or not and then blows it out of the water and just says, says 
No! We are not a comedy. We are a science fiction, horror, romance, time travel movie. It says, yes, we are that and more. We are all the things Kylie listed. Sci-fi, romance, all of the above. Like, it's just everything. It's everything all in one. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, Josh, how does that work? And I say, I don't know, but it sure as heck does. Because this movie is a ton of fun. Like, it manages to take some of the side characters and elevate them to give the natural characters and personalities. The lead character of Tree, as her name is tree and imagine it imagines her as like having to go through this again and how not how she can live in a perfect world but that's not good enough for her she has to then learn more lessons and figure out more things and then it just goes into even a more bonkers direction at the very end of it and i'm just like i'm every second in love with what this movie is and what this movie does sure it's not perfect sure it's dumb sure i've oversold it but man alive happy death day to you is a gem like the happy death day franchise i'm on board with you can make these as long as you want i will be here for all of them i think they're done what <laughs> no i need three i'm pretty sure they're not going to make another one. What? No. This one had to make enough money to make more, right? Come on. Like, it had a great opening weekend. People saw it, maybe. I don't know if I had a good opening weekend. I was just really hoping. What do you mean they're done? No, Jason. Jason Bloomhouse. Mr. Bloomhouse yourself. Please don't do this. Do not... Do, I'm begging to you. Here, straight to, straight to you, Jason. Do not take this franchise away from me. I need this in my life. It is a joy to watch these dumb college kids try to survive in this world. Jason. Jason, please. Please don't do this to me, Jason. I need... I, I need this, Mr. Bloomhouse. I need it. And even... Let me do it. I will direct it for you. Give me ten bucks. The ten bucks in the actors. I will get it done. I promise. I think that Christopher B. Landon has a very specific taste. And I don't think that he did well. I don't think well, you need to take it from him. No, 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 no. You're making an assumption there. You're making an assumption. You said I'll direct it for you. No, I said I'll do it for you. Oh, okay, sorry. That I was going to get the director and writing team back. I don't want to take their vision. I was just going to, like, produce it for the ten bucks he gives me. He doesn't have to do anything else. Give me that ten bucks. Yeah, Happy Death Day to you only made sixty-four thousand million. Million. <laughs> yeah, but on a budget of what? A dime. Nine million. Yeah. I mean, the first one made one hundred twenty-five million. That warranted sequel money. I, I'm gonna look this up. I need. I need to know. Is three gonna? Is. I need to know about Happy Happy Death Day three. I need it to exist. Ooh, Jason Blum, Happy Death Day 3 isn't likely to happen. Jason! Did I just ruin your life? I'm a little sad. Why? Why, Jason? You set up the, you set up the third one so good. Okay, listen, you made the first one for $5 million, made $125 million. That can't... <laughs> Guys! <laughs> Guys, you just need it, okay? <laughs> I was so, like, we were going to get it. I thought this was it. I thought I had another franchise that I was going to love. No, oh, me and Tree for days.
don't want to do this anymore, Kylie. I don't want to live in a world with his not happy death day three. I guess you don't have another reason to go on. Yeah, remember earlier this year when I was like, I don't have the will to live as much as these folks do? It's even less now. So, my number two? Am I at two? Yeah, you're at two. My number two is Evil Dead 2. It's funny, it's hilarious. We take the first one, we take out some of the problematic elements. We just have a fun old time. <laughs> we just have a fun old time. Wait, what's we yours? Evil Dead 2. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I just, I know I've recently talked about it. Evil Dead 2 is great. Bruce Campbell's great. Bruce Campbell's the greatest human on earth. We should all bow down to Bruce Campbell. <laughs> um, All hail the chin. <laughs> All have a chin. Yeah, that's good. That's I, solid. I just, I just want. Thanks. He used it for his book title. I just, I just don't feel like. I don't know what to say much about Evil Dead Two. Um, I think that what Sam Raimi does is that he gets a little bit bigger of a budget. And he's able to do what he wants to do in the first one that he just couldn't but he puts a much more humorous twist on it because it's essentially just a remake of the first one except for we have less characters that we don't care about like we're mostly just with Bruce Campbell and he's just like yelling a lot and like it's great when Bruce Campbell yells he goes and he chops off his own hand spoiler true story it's very iconic though are you okay Kylie what else you gotta say about Evil Dead 2 over there like, it's just, I'm just, I don't know how to follow up on this breakdown. <laughs> Someday we're going to do an episode on the Evil Dead 2. I just want everyone to be clear. We're going to do it. Yeah, no, that's good. When should we do it? Tomorrow. Well, we have a lot of other things to do first. Well, let's see. The first opening on the calendar. I'm sure the Cohen brothers would be happy for us. Yeah, to they like do Sam it. Raimi. The first opening on the calendar is June, or sorry, August 13th. Okay. We could take out Dune. Friday the 13th? We can't. Yeah. Just cross that sucker out. You have to fight Anne on that one. Anne, can I take Dune off the calendar? Anne! I just had a breakdown! I'm emotional! Yeah, well, I just got to the Casey episode of that 70s show with Ruth Wilson, and I can't watch it anymore because you wanted to watch it, so we're all having a difficult day. Thank okay. you! Okay. Yes. Well, we're gonna we're gonna watch it together. Maybe after a while, I'm not cooking dinner. Messing around. I'm not messing around. I'm recording a podcast. Yeah, I hear a lot of messing around. I like Evil Dead too. I'm not gonna defend anything that's happening right now. But it it all stays. It's all in. I might cut down some of the moments of silence a little bit. <laughs> yes, no, fair. That's good. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, Evil Dead Two is great. I'm okay. Um, everyone should see it. It's probably the best film on this list. But you know what? I'm gonna put something above it. Josh, what's your number two? My number two is Zombieland. Yeah, no one cares. Number is my number one. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna talk about Zombieland. Double tap. I mean, it's a sequel's good movie. coming out. You're yeah. gonna get a sequel for this one. I don't need that. No, no, you do. I don't. What more is there to say? What more is there to say about Zombieland? Tallahassee. Yeah. Um, I oh, like Zombieland. It's, it's my favorite Bill Murray performance. It is. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong. It's it's solid. It's playing off his image really well. Uh, I like this movie. I don't know if I. It's like the most amazing thing under the sun. But when it came out, like it. This I think was maybe this and my number one were two of the first ones that allowed me to think that like oh, 
horror can be more than just one yeah. thing. <laughs> it can be more than just bad. Well, but then I, I also saw this movie that's called Death at a Bed and Breakfast or something. There's this other horror comedy that's like takes place at like a bed and breakfast and it's like Death and Breakfast or something. I don't remember the name of it. It's not good, but I saw it around this time also. And, um, yeah, because somebody was like, if you like Zombieland, you'll like this. I didn't like that. Anyway, Zombieland's great. Uh, it's a really fun movie about... Dead and Breakfast? Dead and Breakfast. There it is. Yeah, there you go. See, you found it. Good job. I'm great at this. Yeah. You are. You are great at lots Max, of things. I, I don't know if I have a lot to say about Zombieland that's not already been said. I don't know if it is a movie that necessarily holds up, as I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, but I remember Jesse Eisenberg being really funny. I remember loving Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin and Woody Harrelson. I feel like this was a little bit of a beginning of a Woody Harrelson renaissance in a way because I feel like he kind of had a downturn and then this comes out and this might be totally wrong I'd have to look up his career but this comes out and then we're kind of like back into like Harrelson just does one or two kind of films a year where he's just like hey I'm a I'm a dude I'm a dude doing a thing and we kind of like the dude doing the thing or we don't you're not wrong at all okay that's what I thought I thought I was remembering that it I'm gonna say I'm actually gonna I'm, I'm sorry I'm gonna make an argument okay 27, 2007, because he, he he's making, like, like three to five films a year, but they're not great hits, but then 2007 happens, and he has a minor role in No Country for Old Men. Oh, okay. And I yeah. think that that's kind of, like, the first taste where it's like, hmm, oh, this yeah. wine is we, we pretty delicious. Woody. And then, in 2009... We took that nice sip of cool air and we put a bunch of sugar in it and we made Zombieland. And yeah, now teens are on board with Woody <laughs> yeah. Harrelson. Um, but then I think, like, yeah, it's a little bit jump up. Because after Zombieland, like, his next biggest hit is, of course, The Hunger Games. Yeah. And he's now a teen craze. Yeah. And then he's in, uh... Now you see me! Solo. Now you see me. Now you see me, too. And Venom. And Venom. Nah, kind of. Venom. Kind of. Venom 2. He's maybe in the tag scene that I Venom didn't stay for. Two. Yeah, he's in that. Yeah. Venom 2 Fast, 2 Furious. There you go. Venom 2 Fast, 2 Poisonous. Oh. Do you have, have thoughts I on Zombieland? I have I ever told you that Woody Harrelson is one half the best casting I had for the crazy one that he's going to play? Carnage. Carnage. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I had two p actors picked for Carnage. Okay. My entire life. Okay. And it's always either been Woody Harrelson or Matthew McConaughey. And I, oh. I'm, I'm glad that I was right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we haven't seen him yet. No, but that's a good, like, you're there. I might have gone with Maddie. Not for any other reason than just, like, he feels more... Charming. Yeah. In that sense. Like, oh, you're inviting me to your pool house. And Woody, there's a little, like, we forgot Woody's greatest role recently. White men can't jump. Edge of 17. Oh. Uh, Again, a teen yeah, idol. Yeah, <laughs> teen idol. Teen idol Woody Harrelson. We, yeah. I need to see, I want to see, he's also in War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's great. Yeah. yeah, so no country, no country I think is like, hey guys, um, you forgot me. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. And then, like, <laughs> Zombieland is when he came back. He's like, I'm back. <laughs> uh, thoughts on Zombieland? Yeah, it's fun. 
it's good. Uh, I think that this is at a time in Jesse Eisenberg's career before he's gone full Eisenberg and like yeah. where it's kind of like, oh, this neurotic like kid is like pretty charming and it's not like okay I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tired of this neurotic like I'm going to talk really fast because that's what I can do I'm Jesse Eisenberg and that's why in my queue I'm going to just talk around Fair. which is what he continuously does afterwards Yeah. yeah. is this why wait a second is this why Woody Harrelson's and now you see me Probably. because him and Jesse are the, such they're good BFFs. friends yeah mm-hmm um, this is probably, I think, Eisenberg's... For me, it's probably his second best performance. I know other people keep watching his films, but now I'm a little tired of Eisenberg. Let me let me see. Let me think. Let me think. Let okay. me think if I like him in anything else. He has a film coming out this year that I am not sure about. With, um... What's her name? Uh, Imogen Poots. Is that the art of self-defense? Uh, maybe. Yes. Yeah. He's got two actually coming out with Imogen Poots, but uh, I don't know the other one off the top of my head. Double tap? Double tap. Is that a reference that people still get? I know we make it. It's from Zombieland. Like, it's an appropriate reference, but like... Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what his best... Ooh, I really like like him in Louder Than Bombs, but I don't think that that's... I don't know if that's a great film. I also like him in Night Moves. Oh, third. The Squid and the Whale. It's an earlier performance, but he's really good in that. I think you're forgetting Rio. I am not forgetting Rio because I... I've considered Rio 2 in my list, and <laughs> it's an honorable mention at best. As a horror comedy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, The Village. I did not know he was in The Village. He's the person who they dare to keep his back to the woods as long as he can ah. and he's a coward but I mean my favorite one of his is always going to be probably Social Network Lex Luthor? Uh, no <laughs> nope you seem like a Lex Luthor kind of guy I do not Kylie I also is... don't mind The End of Tour I'm sorry End of the Tour is um is a film that I need to see it's kind of boring yeah but I like both of those people I know I'm sorry I'm sorry it's okay. Do you got any honorable mentions before you do number No, one? Josh, I don't. I got what we do in the shadows. <laughs> I found five and I thought, oh, uh, your whole list is my honorable mention. Great. Mentions. What we do in the shadows, uh, Young Frankenstein, Beetlejuice, Adam's Family, Adam's Family Values, and the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay, Josh, my number one. Sorry, I was looking at the long, wrong list. I was like, Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> Two in a row. <laughs> Two time win club. My number one is Dead Snow. Okay. You've talked about Dead Snow before. I, Not in a bad way. Just I, like, I, I was like, oh yeah, this is how I know what this film exists. I like Dead Snow. Like, Dead Snow is like the most metal film I've ever seen in my entire life. Is it twisted? It's very twisted. I'm just like, Nyeow! whenever I see it. I'm on board with it 100%. Um, love it. Love the film. Cannot get enough of this film. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nazi zombies, because they're after Nazi gold. Uh, oh, it's, and it, like, it, it's got some brutal moments, but, like, you're just watching it, and, like, this is a zombie film where, like, like, killing zombies, like, we're allowed to be a little bit more visceral with it, because it's like, oh, it's a dead person, it's on, and, right. and, uh, and so, like, I don't know, it's, like, the film is so, 
funny because like it just like it goes to moments of like dun 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 and you're just like yeah <laughs> I just think everyone should love this <laughs> and everyone needs a copy in their home mandatory if I'm president this is the dead so <laughs> act of ni uh, 2035 everyone shall henceforth have a copy of dead snow in the house and Josh, what's your number one? Oh, my number one is the basic pick. It's Shaun of the Dead. Um, I like Shaun of the Dead. It's great. That's a good conversation to have. But I always come back to this as just a really fun time. He takes this idea of zombies and says, what if this were real? And what if, like, in that way of how would real people try to deal with this and how would the situation work out and that not everybody is a trained assassin to be able to survive or, you know, has... So, like, it's just kind of these bumbling fools trying to bumble their way to survive a zombie apocalypse. And, as usual, his very kinetic cutting and pacing works out really well to help tell his story, but he also does this... He also pairs that really well with these long, drawn-out shots where the zombies are approaching or... They I love the opening sequence that's mirrored so that Sean walks home and then when the zombie invasion happens then he walks back and like he's still able to walk to and from like the store without anybody noticing him because like that's the commentary of the zombie world that he lives in already and the performance is really great the movie is wonderful there's the like one of my favorite mu scenes of music in a movie of all time with don't stop me now while they're trying to beat up the zombie bartender um, yeah, it's just a great, fun movie. It's awesome all around. Shaun of the Dead. It's a good time, y'all. Like that film. That's good. It's like either number one or two of my favorites of his. I really like Baby Driver. Baby Driver's good. Because we don't have, I mean, like, we all we still have, like, the British people, but, like, I don't even know how the British people. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, listen, my number one uh, is Scott Pilgrim, and there are no British people in that. Yeah, good. Finally, we got rid of them. Just Canadians. Yeah. Oh, hmm. <laughs> Even worse. What is happening over here? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what are you? What are you out in a boot? Kylie, Cockney Kylie, it's been like three episodes. Well, Have you been here the whole no, time? I'm trying to do Canadian. Oh, okay. A boot. A boot. What's going out a boot here? What's going out a boot here? Canadian Kylie, did you forget grammar? There's no grammar in Canada. Hey, and your weird stereotypes over there, Kylie. Josh, I've seen Canadian television. It is an it is a black hole over there. There's this really fun sitcom about a gas station that I like. <laughs> Called? I don't remember. Okay, well, Anne wants to eat, so let's All right. finish this up. Okay, Fair enough. Yep. Shaun of the Dead is great. I like Shaun of the Dead, even though there's British people in it. Like, <laughs> This is a weird bit. <laughs> you I'm, know, you... I'm joking. I don't hate British people. You know our good friend who we've never met, David Sims, lived in London, right? No, he didn't. Yes, he did. I'd prove it. I, I, okay, but he says it, like, every episode. I don't like this card. Okay, do you want to get a new one? No, no, no. Okay. Part of it I can do. Okay. But I don't think we want to. Okay. The other part I can't do. Okay. Let's let's hear the options. We'll, we'll figure out what they are. Name different movies with Johnny Depp. Okay. 
Okay. Or name different movies with Steve McQueen. I mean, we could do Johnny Depp. That's fine. Or I could name Steve McQueen directed films. (laughs) You name the director, I'll name the actor. (laughs) Let's just do Johnny Depp. Here we go. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Dark Shadows. Edward Scissorhands. Sweeney Todd. Um, Chinatown Factory. Corpse Bride. Pirates of the Caribbean, Crystal Black Pearl. Dead Man Walking. Oh, no. Dead Man. Benny and June. Crybaby. There you go. It's okay. Good job. You did well. You just uh, just ran out of time. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. All right, friends. If you want to join this conversation, and why wouldn't you? Why would you? You can do so at friendofafriendpodcast.squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. It is not the last episode. Uh, You can also hit that subscribe button. That helps us get more listeners. You can also find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast. Find us on the Twitters. Um, DWTN, or, uh, Ducks, DWT, um... The Twitters. DWT... Underscore? Podcast. The YouTubes. Ducks Lots Together. The Tumblers. Ducks Lots Together. The Letterboxd. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Josh. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, 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 quack. You didn't do your outro again. I don't exist.